Hello, welcome to the Shumcast. I'm Tony Shumpra. I'm the Billy Gazillion's Oh my God. Kiss me on the show tonight. Kiss me on the show tonight. Well, hang on. I introduced myself. Well, you cut me off. Oh, what do you mean? You said yeah. who you were, didn't you? Yeah, oh, tell yeah, me yeah, who, yeah, who yeah. are you. Uh, I've already said that, but anyway. Anyway, we got who we got on the show yeah, today. Got today. We got Dave Wallace. Dave Wallace, strong man from the Exeter near it. Oh, yes, yes, AFL, yes, mate. He won yes. two AFL Grand Finals. Wow, if you don't yeah. mind. Uh, yeah. I, I, I believe he's one of the. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to cut in there on that because yep. he used to live in in, in this place called Taylor's Lakes, you know, and we used to have like a, a. I used to work for the Salvation Army, and they had like a residential unit, you know, where all the um, young kids go. That you know. I've got nowhere else to stay. Yeah. Anyway, so Dean Wallace's family used to live next door. And the, and the kids, every time they, they dirtied up or whatever, they jumped the fence and they ended up at his joint. Oh, but right. just quickly, like, he, one of the kids that he found in his backyard, he ended up taking him under his wing and um, taking him down to the footy club, you know, trying to, to I'll see if he, he remembers that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's one of the toughest players, apparently. Mate, very Tougher very... than um, Lee Matthews and Carl Dittrich. Oh, come on, mate. I don't know. Well, he's, he's, he's a tough man, no. Tough he's a tough man. Dirty. I mean, yeah, Carl Dittrich yeah. is a And I didn't man. know he's got twins, because I, 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 he and myself, you know, Ashley Hicks, he used to play Port Melbourne. Well, we used to coach the, or he used to coach the twos at Dooders, and um, Tom Wallace, who's... Dean's young son, he was playing down there. But I didn't know he was a twin. I've got twins and I've never asked him about it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, talk, mm. tell me what you're going to say. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I about never... your footy. Yeah, Why yeah. do you bury for Hawthorne? You don't even look like a Hawthorne supporter. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you a story. I didn't even bury for Essendon. Um, um, oh, I'll tell you a story. Um, uh, I, uh, I grew up in Mooney Pond, near the Mooney Pond station. And yeah, well, they're all Essendon. Back in the 70s, well, uh, you know, the games were played every You year. must be your yeah. own booty to drum, don't you? Your yeah. Own, yeah, yeah, Every yeah. second weekend. And uh, my older brother there would, would uh, go to the footy every every, every second weekend to watch uh, Essendon play Windy yeah, Hill. Yeah, yeah. Um, That was the days when they played in the afternoon at 2 o'clock, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, uh, and he'd take me along. And uh, on the way there, we would pick up... Um, Hitchhikers? Uh, <laughs> no. We'd pick up all his mates. So by the time we got oh. to the station, there was only one station away, yes. you know. It was a 15, 20 minute walk. By the time we got to the station, there was probably about six or seven. They were yeah. Essendon supporters. Yeah. And there I am, you know. Uh, I think I might have been about eight, eight or nine years old, you know. And, um, that was a good old days walking in the football. Oh, yeah. I love it, and yeah. then just making get, all your mates on the way. We, we used to get there about 10 o'clock in the morning. Eh? 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Right next to Essendon Chiefs. What are your mates on there? Peanuts! Peanuts! Why not? Anyway, no. <laughs> and I'm there, I'm there, and I'm going, oh, this is great, this is great, Michael, my brother Michael. I said, yeah. I want, I want to be you know, barrack for Essendon, I want to get Essendon jumper. And he said, oh, no, 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 yeah, there's too many of us barrack for Essendon. Oh, big bully, big brother. And this went on for, for many months, many months, and half after the season. You want to make a barrack for the boys? I said, come on, I want to get a jumping now, I, yeah. I feel like I want, I want to barrack for Essendon. He goes, yeah. no, 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 you're not barrack for Essendon, I told you. I said, well, who am I going to barrack for? I don't know, I'll work it out anyway. Uh, a few days later, he comes in my room and he goes, I worked out who you're going to barrack for. And I said, oh, who, who, Essendon? He goes, no, Hawthorne. Hawthorne? I said, what? Why? Well, I said, this Hawthorne. Yeah. No, I'm at school there. He goes, I knew no one who barracked for Hawthorne. Right. They all barracked for Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon. Yeah. He goes, no, you're going to barrack for Hawthorne. Why? Because he felt sorry for him. Oh. And how good was that? Yeah, because I know. Lucky I won all, we, won, we won all those grand yeah. finals in the 80s, you, nine, you know. He didn't tell you the real reason with so, his so. Hawthorne's jumper was the cheapest out the lot. No one yeah. used to buy him. That was yeah, so, Brown and gold. They looked I, like poo. I, I do owe him one for that because, yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. we had all those grand finals. Yeah. And then they won three, three four grand finals oh, the last, in a row. Uh, I know. last uh, 10, 10, 12 years there. So, yeah. um, 
Sick. My team's probably the second team's Essendon. Hey, lucky we've got Dean Wallace on because football's just starting, isn't it? Like, who's playing tonight? I don't know. Is it Melbourne? Is it the Demons? Yep. Demons and the Bulldogs? Well. Because tomorrow night it's going to be the Blue, the Blues and the Tigers. Oh, yeah. So, I'm very excited. Very excited. But coming up without a break. Yes, after the what? The break. Sweet, let's go. Who we got? Dean Wallace! All right, on the line today, we've got dual premiership, Essendon premiership bloody player, Dean Wallace! Yeah. All right, Dino, you're from Neil, yeah? How did it all start? You want to take it up from there? Oh, Neil, gee, can't wait back. I, um, I've been actually, I was given the opportunity to come to Melbourne Back in 85, 86, and yeah. um, I was running my old man's hardware store. I had a big car accident and spent a bit of time in hospital, so I chose to leave school and sort of run that. And, um, and I had no interest in, in sort of leaving that and heading to Melbourne to work in a, uh, sorry, to go to a, a St. Bernard's, which is a boys' school, and yeah. that didn't really turn me on. So um, I knocked it back for a couple of years, and then when Dad got back on his feet. He said, if you don't go, you'll regret it for, regret it for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I went down um, early January 1987 for just to play on the 19th for 12 months and then had to back to the bush and run the hardware store. And, yeah. Um, yeah, as it turned out, 28 or 28 years in footy later, I, yeah, I sort of never went back. And um, he went to sell the hardware store probably... Oh, early 2000s, and he, he said, um, you know, I'm going to put your shop on the market. I said, it's not my shop, it's probably <laughs> your shop. And he goes, well, you, you ever come back and run it? I said, no interest, mate, you sell it. So, yeah, I haven't been back. I've been back to Nelson yeah, holidays, yeah. obviously, but um, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go back there, like to live or anything. So I sort of settled in Melbourne. Where, where is Neil, uh, Dean? Whereabouts is that in Victoria? Um, on the highway heading to Adelaide, pathway between Melbourne and Adelaide. It's about three seventy two k from Melbourne and three seventy from Adelaide. So it's a big uh, truck stop for the truckies that drive along the highway there. They sort of do their changeovers there. So it's sort of mm. in the middle, middle of fucking nowhere, really. <laughs> hey, and who's who spotted you? Like, like who who's seen you play in that and said, "Oh, we need him down Essendon." Uh, a bloke called Wes Richardson, um, he's a local guy, um, bit of a scout for us. And back in the day, Essendon zone was um, the Wimmer area. So obviously there's been a, yeah. a lot of legends sort of come from that, Watson and Merritt and Hawkers. And, yeah. um, so there was a lot of, it was a breeding ground for, the Wimmer was a breeding ground for us. And so a bloke called Wes Richardson sort of had his eye on me for a bit. And, yeah. Um, Went to Melbourne with him one weekend to go and play on the 19th and um, just was like a like a trial match and yeah. uh, there were three or four of us went down there and we got stuck in Secilda very late um, this Friday <laughs> night and basically went back to the motel, put our gear on, went to the game and played a game of footy with not much sleep and um, <laughs> I must have done something right that day but yeah. Wes is probably responsible for getting me to, to Melbourne and then um, they got had recruiters back then, Essendon recruiters, Noel Judkins and Noel Bock yeah, who yeah. Sort, sort of kept an eye on you over a period. So, yeah, probably Wes is a guy I've probably got to thank. He put his neck on the line to sort of get me down there. All right, so if I give Wes a call and mention your name, but he can give, give me a game this year for Essendon. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Do they? Don't oh, laugh at him. Don't laugh at him because you're just encouraging. Hey, I'm calling him now. I'm calling him now. Oh, okay. Shut up. Yeah. Is that you? Anyway, Dino, uh, Dino you, you're married to Mandy and you've got a, a beautiful son, Tom Wallace. I mean, I've seen him play footy. He's a little gun. Is there anybody yep. else in the family? I got uh, Sani, who's Tom's a twin, so I got Sani and Tom at 25, just turned 25 on Valentine's Day, and um, an older, older daughter, Ashley. So, yeah, just the three. So, no, yeah, very blessed, mate. I met yeah. my darling wife when I was 17, and um, yeah, I don't know how she stuck by me for 35 years or whatever it is now, but uh, she's a bloody trooper. Is she from Nell too, or did you meet her down here? Uh, no, I'm which is only half an hour away from Nell, but I, I basically knew of her, and she was the, the Miss Country Show girl one year, and everyone wanted to try and get their hands on Mandy, and yeah. I was fortunate enough to do it when I was 17, and sort of never let go. So, um, yeah, she's a country girl as well. You're a lucky man, Dino. Hey, yeah, just, just before I talk about your football career, which was a fantastic career, hey... Did you got? Did you used to live in a street called Wairu and live next door to a, a family group home or like a residential unit? Was that you? Wairu Street, yes, I did, mate. Back in '99, uh, two thousand, up in Taylor's Lake. I used to work there next door to you. Yeah. You know, with all those, <laughs> all, all those mad kids. I used to look after. Oh, them. yeah. You did, mate. You did because they still talk about you at that place. I used to work there with West Care, the Salvation Army. So you're a good yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, can you take? Can, can you tell me about your first game, your debut in right, round eight, 1987? Who, who was it against? Uh, was it against Collingwood out at Waverley? Um, yeah, sort of come from nowhere. I like I said, I only come to Melbourne to play in the 19s and. Um, I played a couple of practice games and had a couple of defos with Mark Harvey and um, Mark Thompson, who were Seedy's Golden Boys at that time. And um, I, I, I was, I didn't, I was fortunate enough never to go back and play in the under nineteens, and I ended up finding myself playing in the in the reserves back then. And yeah. round round seven or round eight, I got called up to go out to Waverley and you know, play Collingwood, and I'll never forget it. Um, front of 70,000 people and umpire holds the ball up just before the game yeah. about to start and the firing goes and the crowd goes nuts and I'm looking around everywhere. I was playing on a bloke called Grant Falke. He played, I think he was an Adelaide boy and um, I'm looking around everywhere and I, I said to him, where's the fucking streaker? <laughs> and like it was just this massive roar and he goes, mate, what are you talking about? And I said, why are they roaring for? He goes, it's the start of the game, did you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And that was that your was first it. game against Collingwood. What a big one. Collingwood out at Wavy, round 7 or 8, 1987. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I don't know where we got the chocolate. Oh, I can't remember. And, and, and how did you go? Um, I think my second kick I had, I kicked the footy. Uh, sorry, I kicked the goal. And um, as you'd be aware, Dom, I didn't get much of the footy my whole life. So I probably uh, only end up with four or five kicks for the day and a couple of tackles. That would have been it. Yeah. So... I was never a great 
gatherer of, of the of the nut. I didn't sort of accumulate the footy. Um, I think I was designed to do other things. You certainly were. Hey, Shooter used to tell you to go out and belt people, didn't he? Or just Ooh. stop them? What did he say to you? Nah, well, I, honestly, I can, I can sit here and put on record, not yeah. once did he ever suggest me to do anything untoward to any other opposition player. Well, then... Um, you had the reputation no, of being the toughest player in football oh, at the time. Yeah. So what what happened? What did you get white line fever? What, what was man, what was wrong yeah, with you? I was a competitive bugger, but I reckon growing up, <laughs> I played 30, 30, 40 games of senior footy when I was at 15, 16, up to Bush and yeah. all the local farmers that were a bit old and a bit slow, you know, they'd sort of give you a bit of a, a heads bit. up that if you're going to the footy, I'm going to... You know, knock your block off, and I'd give him a bit of lip, and you know I said you got to touch me. But there's a point where you stop. At some point during the game, and that's yeah. when they caught you, and that's when they clobbered you, and that's when you end up just lights out. So <laughs> I think it was, it was just I got knocked out three or four times as a as a kid playing local footy up the bush. And yeah. I think you got to that point where um, you know you either got in first or you you found a way not to get knocked out. So um, I, I think my my value to the team was just sort of protecting and looking after the teammates. And I think that was why I survived as long as I did. I had an amazing coach, Kevin Sheedy, and yeah. made him for my whole career. And um, I don't think too many other coaches would have tolerated the amount of games that I've played in 15 years. I only played 127. I missed you know, probably close to 200. And, um, yeah, I think um, not many other coaches would have yeah. put up with what... I sort of dished out. I mean, I've got seven or eight games a year, so you know, not many clubs would tolerate that. So I was, yes, I was very lucky to have a coach. Yes, the, they would, mate. The team used to walk ten foot taller when you were out there. What about your first grand final oh. or your first final? Can you can you give us some? Mm. Uh, you know, well, it was nineteen ninety three. So I played a few games early in ninety three, then I missed. Um, a few in the middle then I come back towards the end of the, the season and I dislocated my shoulder against Geelong down in Geelong yeah. um, which is round 20 and I think they had a buy Essen had a buy round 21 and anyway I'm laying on the table after the game and Reedy come in the doctor and said oh your season's over and at that point we didn't believe or think that we could win the, the grand final yeah. and so I just thought oh well my year's over and um, Great mate of mine, Johnny Barnes, who was at Geelong at the time. So um, yeah. mm. we uh, caught up after the game and and um, had plenty to drink for two or three weeks. And um, so I just turned off footy and just sort of into party mode. And yeah. she bailed me up the Tuesday, Monday night before the grand final. I said, what are you doing? Where have you been? I said, I got told my season was over and... Reedy basically said, you know, I need a reconstruction on my shoulder and you're not playing. So I said, well, I just put the cue in the rack. He goes, mate, you don't run on your arms, you run on your legs. He said, turn up for training tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I, I turned up Tuesday and, like, been on the back of a three-week bender or whatever it was. I, yeah. I turned up Tuesday, had a run, and um, let me train Thursday night and in, in that motor car parade that goes around yeah. the streets of Melbourne or it was, turned yeah. up and jumped in that and when he read the side out on the Friday, um, I was emergency. But the three of us had myself, uh, Bradley Plane, I think David Fudd was the other emergency. Yeah. We had to turn up to the MCG 12 o'clock grand final day. Yeah. And the three of, three of us didn't know who was in. And then 
we walked into the meeting and uh, Danny Corkin was the team manager at the time and he said, uh, Wally, you're in. Sorry, bloody, sorry, bloody, you're not playing. So I didn't know till midday, 12 o'clock grand final day, 1993, that I was actually playing. Oh, my God, mate. You seem to be playing better after a big night on the, on the, on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that, mate, is that your, I mean, your first game, you, 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 you were recovering and you, and you blitzed? <laughs> no, I worked out uh, very early on that you couldn't, you couldn't mix both, and uh, I'm, I was guilty probably as a young kid doing it very often, but uh, yeah. later on in my life, my footy career, I I sort of prepared a little bit better than what I did when I was a junior, or yeah, yeah. when I was younger, so uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it, not at all. <laughs> then you played over 800 games, VFA, uh, VFL, uh, AFL and EDFL. That's a lot of games. How's, how's the body now? Yeah. No, I was involved in about over 800 games. Oh, um, involved, okay. I, knew, I, didn't, I wouldn't have played a quarter of that. Um, oh. Yeah, but no, my body's fine. I, I was fortunate enough to never have any major injuries. I had a lot of soft tissue, um, which you sort of recover from pretty good. So, no, body-wise, I'm fine. Um, oh, good. I don't... Uh, the niggles, like... I caught up with Paul Van Hart just recently and he's hobbling around like an old man. He's having a hip replacement <laughs> and a knee replacement. Yeah. And, and Bargy... Best mate, he's had uh, two hips, or he's about to have his second hip. So, yeah. no, nah, touch wood, I've been pretty, pretty blessed. And what about Barn? Because you mentioned Barnsey, but um, wasn't he having some trouble, like um, with what's that Greg Williams thing? You know, with the concussion and stuff like that. Like, yeah, CTE. Or the, the big thing in America with the concussion, where they don't realise, or they don't know you've got it until you've passed away until they analyse your brain yeah. and. Um, and Peter Jess is the advocate for the AFL at the moment, and yeah. he's sort of trying to fight for current day players. But um, yeah, there's obviously a lot of guys that have uh, had some trauma in their footy life, and yeah. like head knocks and so forth. Yeah. But you, you don't know until you're gone. And yeah, I, like I said, John was the um, he's my best mate, and yeah. one of the most erratic lunatic guys you could ever meet. He's yeah, got D D D D D D D D D He's just a, a lunatic. He was, and he's just... He's a great man. Around. He's a great man. Yeah, yeah. but he, he's lost... He lost his... Not hasn't lost his mojo. This disease, or whatever you want to call it, has yeah. laid him right down, and, um, yeah, he's just a... Well, it's, uh, well, it's a, a... It's head knocks. That's what it is. He, he, he yeah. suffered lots of head knocks while he was playing. Mm. Well, you have four or five broken jaws that the trauma, you know, traumatic. And yeah. um, I visited him in hospital and drove him around to KFC to get the mashed up spuds that he could suck through a straw. And yeah. I've experienced all of it. And I, I experienced his first um, seizure. We're in a car together. Um, I've seen his life go from the effervescent John Barnes to a humble old man and yeah. um, he doesn't like to be around crowds which was that was his mojo yeah, so yeah. He's, he's definitely been affected by it and yeah. um yeah when you're close to someone that that sort of suffers from it you yeah. really feel for them and their family and you now i just hopefully the asshole you know do something about it because it's a, it's a tragic for uh, not just john but a lot of players that yeah. are suffering that no one really yeah, you know, knows about. Well, I can't believe they haven't um, done anything, you know, yet. I mean, because you guys put in your hearts and heart and souls for every club that you play for, and and you know, yeah. you think that they'd be looking after you. But anyway, uh, yeah, they'd like to think so, mate. But yeah. I think it comes down to 
dollars and cents, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah. anyway, it's a, anyway. probably another discussion. Yeah, yeah. Nineties, what was it? Ninety three and two thousand. Which one was the, which one was the better premiership, or you know, yeah. which one did did, uh, did it mean the most to you? I'd definitely say two thousand mm. on the back of ninety nine, yeah. um, losing that prelim, and then the dedication and hard work the group of players did, but also um, having Vardy been uh, given the after this in ninety two. We fought like hell to get him back to the club because it was a missing link that we sort of needed. Yeah. A bit of a bit of a larrikin to sort of take the edge off the group, but also a, a genuine great Rackman. And so we, we, we got him back and um, to sacrifice what we did, you know, no yeah. grog, no takeaway, no nothing. We just, myself and John, dedicated ourselves yeah. to the letter um, yeah. and then to stand there and celebrate um, at the end of that year. With your best mate on the MCG yeah, grand final day yeah. was a, was a lot. Ninety three, sort of like I explained here, it just happened, and I probably yeah. took someone's spot that probably deserved to be there, and I was a little bit probably um, yeah. immature yeah. and young and did the wrong things. And um, but I was fortunate enough on yeah. in the record books it says I have played in two, but yeah. probably one. One, one, one I deserved and the other one was a bit of a bonus. Mate, you deserve both of them. What are you talking about? Yeah. You, you, yeah, anyway, I reckon you deserve both. But what a great feeling playing with your best mate and winning the grand final on the MCG. Mate, how long, sure. how long did you two party for? Because, I mean, you two were the best <laughs> parties in the AFL, weren't you? Well, the funny thing, I, I was crook as a dog leading into it. And there's an old saying, sometimes you have to perform at your best when you're feeling your worst. And I woke up couple of days before grand final day and I'd like some bug going around. I had the sweats and you know when you feel shit, you yeah. just don't, don't want to do anything. And yeah. I had that. And anyway, we turned up grand final day. And you were never going to miss it. And then when the, when we won and the party was going on and um, actually first time I ever got drug tested after the game was the grand final in 2000. I, I, I'm not too bad for my standards and I reckon <laughs> they must have thought I was on something. So yeah. The drug yeah. testing, you know, they followed me around for about four hours and all I was drinking was crown lager, so the, the test would have been, <laughs> would have been over four and a half hours. Full of crown lagers and, um, yeah, so then we went to the after party, which is the, sorry, the, the official function and, um, yeah. by midnight, I just collapsed and I said, man, we're going home. And then went back to, we stayed at the crown and, yeah. Woke up the next morning. I didn't really feel like doing the, the Sunday thing, which is probably mm. the, the best day. Yeah. With the fans, oh, yeah. And um, she sort of convinced me to go, so she dropped me out the front, and I sort of walked in, just you know, probably exhausted, yeah. um, fatigued, and just overwhelmed, all those emotions. And yeah. um, anyway, we got in there, and the Johnson, two Johnson boys, hadn't slept from the night before. No, they were me back in '93, and yeah. watched Joe in the city, and. Yeah. Ramanaskis and all Moorcroft, all these guys that were just partying their tits off and out <laughs> of control and smoking cigars and doing yeah. all the things you probably shouldn't be doing, yeah. which was what I was doing in 93. I just sat back and enjoyed it. So, yeah. Yeah. A couple of myself and Barnes, a couple of the old bulls, we just sort of embraced it and enjoyed yeah. it and, and it was fantastic. So... No, we didn't party too long, but we actually we went to Ibiza, which was... Ibiza? I want to go there. What was that like? Oh. Save your money, save your yeah. money. Save your money. We had the opportunity to go to um, the Sydney Olympics. We had open ceremony, closing ceremony, Cassie Freeman's oh. uh, yeah. 400 metres. We had all this on a platter for us. Yeah. 
back in the day, they had this show, Welcome to Ibiza, which was um, playing on Channel 7 or whatever at the time. And yeah. So we had a boat about two weeks out. We're going to, we're going to Spain or we're yeah, going, going to Sydney Olympics. And could you imagine yeah. all the young blokes seeing all the yeah. tits and arse that were on this television? Yeah. Show. So yeah. they, they got the boat and we ended up going to Spain and it took us 36 hours to get there. So we're on a plane, we got drunk, we sobered up, we got drunk, we sobered up, we got drunk, we sobered up. <laughs> Um, but by the time we got there, everyone was cooked because we've sort of been partying for about yeah. eight or ten days. Yeah. So you imagine when you turn up in Spain yeah. on the back of a ten-day campaign. Jet lag. I, w- I wouldn't rush back there. Now, Dean, you're known as the uh, AFL's, one of our AFL's toughest tough players. Tough man, mate. He's tough. Uh, have you come across anyone you think might be even tougher than you on the playing field? Oh, they're all tough, mate. And I, I, I use this um, analogy... But if you don't treat every player you play on as a, a hard, tough opponent, you get your pants pulled down. And I learnt that Lance Whitnell's first game, and I knew Lance as a kid growing up, yeah. and I was fortunate enough to play on him in the very first game he played. Yeah. And normally I'd walk out and I'd stand on their toes and give them a bit of a, you know, how you do, you go yeah. near the footy, I'll rip your head off type thing, and you're sort of <laughs> bluffing from the start. And I yeah. never did it for Lance, and the ball comes down, Pushes me under, takes the mark, kicks the goal. The 30 seconds into the game. Shit. Um, <laughs> two, two minutes later, ball comes down. Same thing, takes another mark, kicks the goal. All I saw was Woody, the runner, running straight towards me. And I put my hand up and I said, piss off, go back, don't. So for the next 118 minutes, I went back to old Wally and he didn't touch the footy. So yeah. <laughs> he the, jumped on his feet, did you? No, well, I did everything, mate. Yeah, I, mean, he did. I did it times, times 10. So... Yeah. The moral of the story, if you don't treat a first gamer the same as the Gary Albert or Tony Lockett, you're going to get yeah. embarrassed. And I got embarrassed a couple of minutes. Yeah. And um, so I love watching Glenn Arthur play. He was a mm. superstar. Yeah. The way he touched the footy. And that's tough. I mean, how I played the game wasn't tough. I'd probably push the boundaries of being reckless or not reckless, but probably a little bit dirty. Or nah, you're, or, you're a modest, mate. You were, uh, you were just as tough. Hey, you, uh, did you play on Gary Ablett sooner? Yeah, I played on him uh, a couple of times. The Dustin Fletcher always got his, uh, got uh, lined up on uh, senior, so... Yeah, he's was, the best player of all time. So, and, and you got but, to play on the best player of all time. How did you go? It was three-quarter time seasons. I think uh, Fletcher might have started on him. Paul Hamilton had a crack at him. Chrissy Dunner had a crack at him. He kicked six or seven or eight or whatever it was. A three-quarter time season, flicking the magnets around and... He puts my name next to him, and I'm thinking, Christ, mighty, don't leave it there, move it, move it, move it. Anyway, <laughs> as, he, as he's reading the side out, he goes, Wally, you're on Ablett. He said, I want you to bide, cut on his toes, bite him, snatch him, do all these sort of things. Anyway, I walked up to Ablett. I thought, if I do this, he's going to whack me. Anyway, I put my foot on his foot. Yeah. I'm about to push down, and he goes, young fella, don't do that. Just play on me. I'll take you to the footy. <laughs> and whoever gets it, gets it. If I get it, I get it. If you get it, you get it. That's how we're going to play, okay? I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he eat you? Oh, mate, I've seen three, him close up. He's three, got the biggest size I've ever seen. Three dollars later. Kick three on me, the prick. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> In one quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, that's it. I'll never play on him again. But uh, yeah. no, he's, I was in awe of him. Yeah. I love playing on him. Yeah. For that little moment. But um, my sort of... I probably... 
Tony Lockett's the guy I respect the most because he kicked mm. the most goals and he was mm. a genuine full forward and I was probably that, that time I was a genuine full back and um, you played on Tony Lockett. Mm. <coughs> I had a fair few run-ins with Pogger, the big Pogger, and it all went back to my 50th game. We yeah. tested him playing St Kilda, and I pulled up at a service station in um, Mount Alexander Road to put petrol in the car before I was off to the game, and yeah. Eddie Constantine, who played, was playing at Essen, and he goes, well, we have a look at you, you've been on the piss last night. I said, no, I'm cook as a dog, and... Probably two of the best games I've ever played. I've had the friggin' flu, but yeah. I turned, I rang Doc Reed, and I don't want to bore you with this story, but I, I ring Reedy. I'm sure he picked me when I didn't deserve to be picked. So I'd bring up Reedy and say, mate, I can't play today because I've got the flu or I'm crook. Yeah. So he brought me out. So the, the first emergency would come in, who might have been a guy that deserved the game. So I probably did that three or four times. Anyway, Reedy goes, well, it's your 50th game, you know what, you probably don't, this is Doc Reed, you probably don't deserve it. They've made the banner, but well, you're going to let the cheer squad down, just turn up, run, run, through the, run through the banner and you'll be, you'll be okay. So as, as I get to the MCG, we walk in and on the board it had Nil Boys, N-H-I-L-L, myself and David Flood come from Nil, Nil Goals, N-I-L. I'm thinking, what's this bloody lunatic up to today? And he goes, in the pre-match game, Meeting, he goes, um, Fighter, you're playing on Pugger while you're standing in the hole, five, ten metres in front of Pugger. And I'm thinking, oh, No way! Where, He'll kill you! Where's, where's this going? And it was probably one of the first times back in that era, it was 94, I reckon, um, yeah. someone did it. And anyway, the first, I'll never forget it. Lazar Vidovic hit it to Robert Harvey. Robert Harvey sweeps the ball, picks it up, kicks it straight to Pugger, and I'm standing there, waiting for this ball. In the hole? And I'm standing Plugger just steamrolls me, knocks me out, and um, mm. all I remember is Reedy standing over me with Epsom salt, you know, under <laughs> my nose, and he, he goes, you'll be okay, mate. I said, fucking you, you're the problem. I said, <laughs> today. I, said I didn't want to play. <laughs> anyway, that day, the new boys kept playing a goal, so I ended up getting three Brownlow votes, and actually two Brownlow votes. Robert Harvey got uh, the, the three, three, and... Yeah, we, we What's that? He's knocked you out and then you've got back up and played the rest of the game? Yeah, I had a blind. It was one of those days where I didn't want to be there, shouldn't have been there, got knocked out in the first three seconds and ended up getting two Brownlow votes. So. See? See, you're just as good as bloody Archer, mate. You, you sell uh, yourself short. No, I wouldn't say that, mate. Not at all. I reckon. Dean, who's the best player you've seen play in AFL? Oh, come uh, on. question I'd like to ask who do you reckon? Yeah. The best, the best is uh, Gary Abbott-Senior by yeah. uh, way. And I love love watching Kerry play. We used to wind him up. And the, the more we wound him up, the better he played. So we learned that we just don't say nothing to him because the more you <laughs> set him up, the better he went. Did you play uh, on him, on Kerry? Uh, i got a little story there. I... Um, I come back after the Achilles operation. I had a practice game down at Cross Keys on a Saturday morning, but the seniors were playing in a prelim final for the Ansett Cup back in the day. And yeah. I hadn't played not, not a minute of footy. And Seeds goes, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to play in the, the Ansett Cup prelim final against Kangaroos or do you want to play Cross Keys? I said, Cross Keys, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, bad luck, you're playing... You're playing in the prelim final and you're playing on Kerry. I said, hey, no, oh, I can't do that. Mm. 
Well, as we're walking down the road, he sort of pulled me coat. He said, pull me jumper, and he goes, mate, you know, I want you to play in tight. Don't give him an inch. Don't do this. Don't do that. So the first ball comes down. I whack him. He was going for a mark, and I just miscalculated the ball and hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. And got got three weeks. So he cost me three weeks to print. Oh, so you got three weeks. So you didn't play in the grand final? No, we didn't make it, I don't think. But anyway, I missed the first two games of the... Well, the final and the first two games the following year, so oh, yeah, I yeah. probably should have played down across these in the practice game. Well, I reckon Carl Dittridge is probably the best player I've ever seen. No. Oh. <laughs> Mate, sorry, uh, I think this was... bloke's nearly 60. So, yeah. <laughs> Carl Dittridge. You don't remember right. Carl Dittridge, do you, Donut? Well, I've got vision of Carl Dittridge in my head. And just a lunatic, bloody crazy man. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Mate of mine was playing um, an Like, that's the same with you. Mm. Like, I've I seen you down at Duda's and that people are scared to come up to you. Oh, but you're the nicest mm. bloke ever, you know what I mean? It's perception, mm. isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I, I've had that, unfortunately. But anyway, you got to get over that. Well, you look like Jason Stratton, you know, the actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look no, like... I don't, I don't watch Kelly, I can't comment. Now, this is a big Hollywood star, right? We're doing a, we're doing a podcast. We told everyone we're having a, a, a big Hollywood star. So he's going to ask you whether you want to do a little cameo in our in our next video. Yeah, because we've got, we got Jason Stratton in, in a couple of weeks. And he reckons you look like him, so we're going to pretend yeah. that you, you're James Stratton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is that all right? Well, what do you want, Tom? <laughs> uh, just, just quickly on the B-grade premiership at Duders. Mate, you got Duders from the B-grade up to the A-grade. That's amazing. And you had, the, you had Barnsley's boys playing there too, didn't you? You want a quick yeah, chat about yeah. that? That was like, I've got no effort in real memorabilia at home. Um, I, my proudest moment in football, and I was fortunate enough to play in two AFL premierships, was yeah. the day I held the, the B-grade premiership cup up with Shiloh Smith. And I say this genuine, um, honestly, my proudest day in football, my whole football career, those 800 games, to stand there at Windy Hill, holding the B-grade premiership cup up with Shiloh Smith. And I think once you've coached a side yeah. versus playing a side, we built that team. We had probably four or five players from the A-grade team from the year before because everyone didn't want to play B-grade there. Yeah. We had to reconstruct the footy side. We, we spent hours and hours, myself and Robert Lamberti, and I had an amazing coaching crew that would do this you know, through and through. And yeah. I, I come to Melbourne in 87 and I, I built it with a family that we're all Keel or bar one, Murray, he's Murray Keel. Oh, the Teals. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. I lived with the Teals and um, Murray was the black sheep of the family. He hung around Duda's. So I, I was with, I'd been with Duda's as longer than any other footy club, Neil and Essendon. So it was more yeah. like my family, family club and they asked me over a period of, you know, three or four months to coach and I didn't really want to do it and I was yeah. sort of a bit lost. I'd been given the arse from Essendon and I wasn't sort of 
wanted to go back to footy. And, yeah. Um, you know, Darren Thomas and Stephen Smith and Glenn Dawson and yeah. Robert Lamberti, they all rolled their sleeves up. And what about the Jensens? I thought you, you were polluted by the Jensens. No? Oh, you must have lived next to no. them. Next door. Oh, next door. yeah, that's it. Sorry, mate. Yeah, Keep so, going. Yeah, so to, to take a... Um, a premiership at your basically a, a home home footy club. I like to think of that. Tommy's played all his juniors there, and yeah. um, and you know, you know a lot of good people there. That was um, and the amount of hard work to be put into. As a player, you turn up, you put your boots on, you roll out there, and you're, you're part of a program yeah. where where coach you when you're sort of in charge of the program. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I. I'll take that to the grave, man. I look at this little premiership cup, it's tarnished and doesn't look anything special, but it's uh, worth its way to yeah, go. Yeah, it means a lot. Geez, that's, that's, yeah. I'm, that's, I'm surprised by that. But was Barnsley mm. there too, helping you out then? No, he wanted too much money, the prick. He wouldn't. He, ah! he, wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't help his best mate. Oh, <laughs> he no, right? wanted too much money. <laughs> so I give him the arm. Now, Dean, you, you, you quoted last year the culture at the Essendon um, footy has gone downhill. If there was uh, Olympic Games uh, for imposters in the AFL, Essendon would win uh, gold, silver and bronze. Correct. You, you quoted that last year. Yes, I did quote that. And um, after having 20, oh, 15 years as a player and seven years as a, an assistant coach and life membership, couple of premierships, um, you understand what it takes to, to win flags and... Yeah. I believe that the club was going in the wrong direction. I still believe they're not going in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, they've changed a few things. Um, I put a self-imposed ban on myself not to go near the footy club until they change a few things. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been back to Western since nine, uh, sorry, 2013. I got the arse on October the 7th, 2013. I have not watched an Essendon game. I haven't been to an Essendon function yeah. only up until last. Uh, two Thursdays ago, I went um, Dustin Fletcher, who I love to death. He's one of yeah. my greatest mates and probably the the best, um, uh, one of my favourite players I've ever played with or coached. Yeah. And yeah. he rang my wife. He wouldn't ring me. He rang my wife and said, <laughs> "Do you reckon Dean will, <laughs> Dean will come come to our uh, my um, induction of the Hall of Fame?" And then Manny rang me and said, "Oh, you cannot not go." And I said, yeah. "No, you're right. I can't go." So I, I turned up to the function there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, had a great night, caught up with a lot of people I hadn't seen for a long time, but um, until I get rid of the rot and the, yeah. the, the viruses yeah. in that footy club, I will, won't be involved. And how, how, um, did, how did you feel walking in after all that time? I actually felt good because the people that know who I'm talking about yeah. ducked and weaved and went and hid in the corner. So okay. that's, an admission, that, that's an admission of guilt. And, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and anyway, but and life goes on. Yeah. Can I just ask you, why did you get the arse from Essendon? Uh, part of that Asada thing that was going on. So I still, to this day, Dom, yeah. no one's ever come up to me and said why. Um, my contract ran out um, 31st of October. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the only job since I was seven years of age when I started a paper round that I've ever been given the arse from. And I yeah. still don't know why to the day. And that's probably one of the bitter reasons. Okay. Uh, well, probably a little bit better. Someone had to say, look, you know, you, you, you're slack or you don't do this or you yeah. don't do that. There was no explanation. There yeah. was a crossover of CEOs. Um, 
And I still, like I said, I still to this day, no one's ever come up and said, well, these are the reasons why. Yeah. Um, see you later. So I might not ever find out. But anyway. Well, what about, is Kevin Sheedy back there? Yeah, he's on the board at the moment. So I, I think you're um, great mates with him. Like, wouldn't he be able to get you back or? Hicks reckons he's one of the best looking players he's ever seen, Tommy. Like he's a beautiful mover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got, got a bit of ability. Just he's had a tough run of injuries, yeah. probably like me. He's inherited my genes, unfortunately, the poor bugger. But um, yeah. yeah, he just finds it hard to string games together. And yeah, when he gets his chance and plays, you know, a couple of good seasons, I think um, you know he's only twenty five. Yeah, so he's, he's only still young. A couple, yeah. couple of years left in him. What about you, Wally? Are you finished with coaching and, and stuff like that, or are you getting back into it? What are you doing now? No, so I, I coached duties from 15, 15 to 2019. I had four, se- four seasons there, and it was the first time, I think, since I was seven years of age, yeah. um, until, well, only a couple of years ago, that I didn't have to worry about turning up for footy training. Um, I was lost. Um, yeah. I didn't, like, didn't know what to do with myself and I've got no aspirations to get involved. I reckon at some point we're going to move to Chuka or, or Malama up here. I'm actually working up here at the moment. I've been yeah. working on the bridge for the last six months and um, sort of travelling a bit and, um, to and from. But um, I said to the, the president of Malama, you know, if I ever move up here, I'll, you know, I'll stand behind the barbecue or cook the barbecue or work in the... Yeah in the bar and pull, pull a few beers or whatever, but yeah. um, I won't, I've, I've sort of lost that passion. Um, yeah. Less than less a bit of taste in my mouth, mate, and it's sort oh, of yeah. hard to swallow. Yeah. If, if I ever get it back up, it's my, it's my passion, it's my life, yeah. it's in my blood. Um, I know it pretty well. Um, do I enjoy doing it? Yes. Um, I just got to get, I just got to get over that... Um, the bad taste yeah. that's left in me now. Yeah, you've got to get the hunger back or something's got to get you back in the, the passionate. Get the passion back in yeah. Hey, um, we've got to finish up, but just just as the last question, like um, my mate my mate Tony's been asking me about this stupid betting scandal thing. What, what, what was the go there? Um, so do you realise that the Premier League is paying $1.10? Um, do you know what Carlton were paying? Oh, no, no. 
850. Yeah. Guess who I backed? Oh, did you back Carlton? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, is that all? Is that all? <laughs> well, who had the ball? Who, who lost the game? Oh, yeah, oh, when Fraser Brown. Was that that day? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that was... Uh, Okay. I was only joking, Dom. I was only joking. I no. that <laughs> you got me, mate. You got me. I'm a Carlton boy. You really got me. Yeah. No, sorry, Joe. I, I said that at a, a sports design up at Port, which is a mad Essendon region back in the day. Yeah. And Andrew Welsh was the MC, and I went down that same path, and a little old lady in the front seat yeah. shed her buddy Essendon scarf on a beanie, and she picked it up and threw it at Throw it at me and she always, <laughs> knew, always knew you were an asshole. <laughs> 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 that was a beauty. You got me. You got me. Uh, well, it was just something silly. I probably shouldn't have done it. No, I mean, yeah. hindsight. No, hindsight's a big thing. Yeah. But the bizarre thing is the industry was full of it. And um, I, I walked into a local pub up in Bendigo. Yeah. Bendigo Bombers were playing. I walked in. I had, had my civvies on. I had a buddy beanie on. As yeah. you would know, Dom. I yeah. wear that everywhere. Yeah. Um, and the boat behind the jump um, went to school with my wife, which I had no idea. And oh, back in the day, yeah. if, you, if you ring cross media with a story, you yeah. get... Um, you get to know, were you, were you at the Duda's um, cricket thing the other night and see the band One Too Many? Well, when you started, I had to leave because you were too noisy. And I, ah! yeah. <laughs> That's all we need in the day. Oh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Dean Wallace. Thanks, mate. And do you want to say anything to our viewers before we go? 
Keep on punching. You're a good man. All right, Dino. All, All right. the best, you, mate. mate. See you later, buddy. Thanks, thanks gentlemen. Thanks, thanks for having me on. No worries, mate. Perception, that's what it is. Dean Wallace, perception, right? You know, people sort of see him and he's got this aura about him that people can't approach him. But he's the most approachable, yeah, mate. How approachable is he? How oh, good was he talking? Very nice, very like, nice. Like, just matter yeah. of fact, he, he meant what he said, but he wasn't mean when he said it, yep. you know, just straight to the point. Yeah, like I said before, Dom, there should be uh, more guys more, more guys like Dean Wallace yep, and yep, less guys yep. like you anyway. Oh, come so. on, mate. You <laughs> use that joke every week. Well, you're the only one that laughs. Well, it is true, mate. It is true. Oh, anyway. okay. So, come so, on. Just, uh, just for our overseas listeners there, you know, we got... Uh, have we got overseas listeners? Yes, yes. We got... Uh, Emilio Rimobili, comprare, oggi domani, da Franco Costa dove andare, a North Melbourne, Putuscray. Kensington, Ascot de Valle, Preston, Tommy Stone. Okay, sorry, yeah, American sorry, name, sorry. people in Germany. But anyway, uh, the AFL, the AFL is like uh, America's what gridiron yeah. or something. Or, uh, what is it? What they call it over there? Gridiron? No, no they call baseball. It, no, What's they the call it. Sport? Uh, they call it Australian football. I think. Oh, they must, yeah, yeah, Australian yeah. football. That, oh, mate, yeah, they yeah. reckon we're mad because they don't so, wear yeah, any padding. Um, you go, why aren't they wearing paddings and, and helmets and shit? <laughs> anyway, oh well. Anyway, just uh, another uh, on uh, on a note there, just to finish it off there. Just yep. if you like the show, please subscribe. Um, just click on the uh, the link there or whatever. To click on just the click, um, click, the link the link there. Click on, go on the, the um, boys. Click click click. Yep. I'll do the backing vocals while you Hit the follow button, which is good too, because when a new episode comes up, everyone will come up on your phone. So you just subscribe to our Apple, Spotify, Google, Google Podcast, Podbean, and wherever you listen to your podcast. So I'm Tony Shop, Ralph Nardellum. And I'm the Medical Tony's Sorry. And we'll see you next time on Shopcast.